well, maintaining the cow. Okay, well, welcome to the George Rockle Schmidt Show. I hope everybody had a good Halloween. What did you do for Halloween, Damien? I was working. Oh, right, okay. But, but, so but, spitting but, in uh, people's onion rings then. Uh, well, well, yeah, naturally, but that's part of the course. I think that that's almost redundant to say, no, um, you know, obviously I was working. But Damien, but, when you were doing that, were your windows down and were your fingers up? Yeah, smash the system. <laughs> Fight the power. Nine one one is quite ineffective. Get 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 down. Yeah, so I was I was at work, but you know we, you know we were we were candid and jovial about the whole whole <clears> thing. So <throat> we, we we put on a special Halloween pie. Oh, which was oh yeah, it's horrible. Full of spiders. Well, we had we tried to kind of finagle some of the pastry crust around the side of the bowl to look like cobwebs. Unsuccessful. It just looked like we were amateurs. I mean, was this on the menu? I don't know what was going through the through my boss's head. But um, all right. So yeah. So make it like kooky and fun. Well, what we'll have is we'll just have uh, the legs of um, a dead bird like sticking out of the pie. So, all right. Okay. Fine. Okay. Um, okay. Are we gonna? Uh, maybe we should like confit these or prepare them or something like that. No. 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 Raw legs just sticking out of the pie. Raw, all right. That's okay. what we're gonna. Yeah, it's uh -huh. going to go in the oven. It's fine. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Like you put the bird in unplucked into the pie before baking it. It's not that far off. We, we basically just, like, we took a cleaver and hammered the fucking legs off and then just jammed it in. And uh, we took most of the feathers out. I think some people even found shot in it. So No, we were, some we, people we, found we were... shot in the pie. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't understand. Why, why hasn't the London restaurant industry worked out that you can just farm game? I don't know. I think I think I think they like the sport. That's why they call it game. Yeah, well, the, but yeah, but the the people eating it, they don't have to fucking know. Just get a <laughs> load of magpies or whatever in an attic, and just just get what you know. Put your hand up in the attic hole every now and then. Get one, grab one, pull it down, cook it, and you know that's free range. <laughs> but they're in enclosed. You'd have to go out and shoot them. That's very inefficient. Yeah, but it's I, I, I presumably it's more fun for the gamekeepers. Well, I mean, what are they going to do? Speaking of agricultural theory, I heard that the future is something called, I don't know if you've ever heard of this term, battery farming. Hmm. Pray tell. Why do you have to go out and shoot a pheasant? Just farm the pheasants. Just get them to get, the, get an enclosure and just breed them. That would be way cheaper. Yeah, but you see, it's got to be lean meats. They have to be wild animals which are always running for their lives from these fucking sick Well, you can, you can get them exercising you know? and it'd still be cheaper. Just get, get the farmhand in there running <laughs> after them all day or something. These little grass, little treadmills, you know, get those, get those going. Why does it have to be grass? Grouse, grouse. As in grouse. you familiar oh, with grouse? Oh. Yeah, grouse, yeah. yeah okay. Whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> that would fuck with the electronics. That doesn't make any sense. Okay, well, neither would grouse. Grouse would fuck with the electronics. Are we still talking whiskey or the actual birds? Are they just going to get bored of running all fucking day and then just like, start fucking henpecking? It's like, fuck this. I'm about to add enough. They're devious <laughs> like, birds. They'll, they'll start to, you know, they'll start to kind of work together and, and figure this shit out. I remember uh, once when I was uh, a very, very small ch child, about five years old, uh... I went to Wales with my family to visit some of my family's friends. And they lived on a farm in Wales. And I remember, I remember that, you know, they let me do whatever I wanted. And my parents were just sort of like, oh, it's great to see our friends. You do what you want, George, sort of thing. And um, So I took a <clears> shit on the kitchen counter and no one said a fucking thing. Best holiday. They, they, they were, yeah, that's what it made the best holiday as well. Because... I did it with uh, a magic watch, like in Click. You've brought me on to Click. <laughs> I've just finished watching Click. Really? I'm surprised that's mm -hmm. not something we say we would say for say for this. But do tell, because I haven't watched that. Well, I, let me finish my goose story first. Okay. So I remember uh, I could I I would do what I want wanted, and uh, I remember one day the the sort of farm woman, <laughs> farm woman, coming outside and saying. Are those geese chasing after you? And I, I was about five, and I was like, no, I'm chasing after the geese. And I was chasing after the geese. And she was like, ha ha, yeah, chasing after the geese. <laughs> if that woman had known what I'd have done to those fucking geese. <laughs> and I got them. Well, you know when he was seven, Humphrey Bogart got seven geese on a string? But no, it wasn't Humphrey Bogart. It was Errol Flynn. Okay. Errol Flynn got seven geese on a string. What he did was he put... put something on the end of a string and it was um 
it was the sort of fat that geese can't process and they just if they eat it they immediately defecate it out right okay but they're pretty interested in eating it so he found this out and fed it to a goose while it was on a string and it went through the goose it came out of the goose the goose was still attached to the string and then another goose ate it and through that he got seven geese on a string fucking hell that's that's a nightmare that's the original fucking centipede right there have you never seen the thing with like the dog you know the the meme or the trope of the dog eats the tinsel at christmas and then it shits out the tinsel i have I've, uh, i have if it, di- if it doesn't die i, I guess <laughs> if if the dog isn't your christmas dinner <laughs> then it never has to endure shitting it out it just is killed by your hand oh, yeah no i i just quickly punched in dog eats tinsel and it just looks like i don't know there's a couple of thumbnails of this bald dude and his little box and his uh and his boxer dog and um he looks like he's restraining him but it looks like it could be a thumbnail from quite a dodgy website it's kind of quite a mounting pose there and naturally there's a lot of there's a lot of anus with uh, tinsel hanging out of it. Okay, my life is is definitely the better for this. It's like the time I said, type in scat porn into <laughs> Google, and you were like, all right. <laughs> no, I remember it. Um, no, I didn't was, hold you down. You just brought in, I think you just started riffing on something. You just said something about Mr. Scat, and I wasn't familiar that it's scat... It's quite funny that you say you start riffing. I didn't start riffing. I started talking shit. <laughs> I was being generous, man. Take it. Take it. And um, I was like, yeah, you should check out Mr. Scared. I was like, is this a, a, is this a musical uh, enterprise by any chance? I was like, well, just go ahead and look. Just, this, just put in MrScat.com and that's fine. So I was like, oh, okay, fine, sure. I'll, I'll, you know. You've never steered me wrong before. Like, oh, my God. Oh, dear. And I, I see... <laughs> and I think you get to MrScat.com and I think uh, right on the homepage there was uh, a woman was there in a Mr. bathtub. MrScat.com? Because uh, Scatman.com was taken. <laughs> it was very, John. It was a strategic um, domain acquisition, I feel. And yeah, I seem to remember on, on, on the homepage there was a nice tidy picture of a woman in a bathtub, face naturally blurred out. Um, Top girl. Top girl lying on her back, legs akimbo, just firing out this orange fountain of shit from her pocket anus. Type in tub girl. Type in tub girl into Google. I bet you it comes up. <laughs> if you, if you just type in tub girl. Tub Seriously. girl. Yeah. So type in tub girl. Yeah. Tub, tub girl. Hang on. It, we, yeah. We've decided <laughs> into this now. Oh my God. You didn't find a dirty image just by ty- typing in tub girl, did you? Oh my God. Yeah, Almost well, like it's a well-known photograph or something. Yes, well, that's taking me right back in time. Did you find... I'm surprised it was the first thing that came up. Oh, no, it's it's a second thumbnail. <laughs> and it, so there's a, there's a little... Imagine if you're, like, if you're building your website, like you're, you're building your family business website. Your, your business is in the local area, 10 miles that way and 10 miles that way, we redo bathrooms. Right, and you think I'll do I'll do a a website. That's what people are doing now. I'll do a website for our business. Well, uh, I've got oh I've got a, I've got a great little uh, photo stock photo here of uh, a little boy in a shower. That's fun, you know, kind of like having fun in a shower in like Wellington boots. He's not nude, all right. Okay, don't yeah. go there. Okay, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Don't put now, a nude shower boy. <laughs> no, don't. Yeah, the, the 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 critical thing here is don't put in nude or shit. Uh, <laughs> Now what if what about if I just uh what if I what if I just type in tub girl? Tub girl. Do you think people would find it that way? It's like footumsh. How many people would actually stumble upon that? Uh well maybe if they were like I don't think anyone's gonna punch in footage kind of erroneously with that, but uh you know, maybe a misspelling would kind of take you there, but I think it's pretty remote. But tub girls, yeah, it's not so, but I, you could type in tub girl not looking for anything to do with poo or sex. I don't know. I think if you're putting girl on the end of it, I'm, I think Google knows to streamline the searches, really. It's so true. Yeah. <laughs> like, I bet, I bet you, can pick, you can type in Pikachu and you'll just get nothing but, you know, pictures of 
Pikachu, whether they be from the studio or fan pictures or stuff. But as soon as you type in Pikachu girl, it'll get dark pretty quickly. You, you or, are looking or, into or the shameful. Void. Yeah. Yeah, that Pikachu porn was something else. <laughs> do you remember? <laughs> yes, I do. And like, um, what is it? Pikachu was looked like a fucking burn victim. It was a nightmare. It was a it nightmare. Was a fucking yeah, yeah. nightmare. I, I can't remember where it was, but uh, I was listening to it. I think uh, I can't remember where and they were talking about um, like porn parodies and stuff like that. And they talked about and they looked it up was like Simpson porn parodies. And I never got to see the clips themselves, but they just played the audio, and it was kind of bizarre because the people that were doing it, you said they were good. Yeah, they you were told me really this. good. Yeah, like the guy that did Homer Simpson was surprisingly did a surprisingly good impression. I didn't. I have no idea what he fucking looks like. I don't imagine like the way they will have like slapped yellow paint all of them would have been pretty horrific to look at but well come on we'll 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 press enter at the same time type in homer simpson porn parody oh, right into the search bar okay and search okay homer and marge's secret sex tape simpsons all right okay so i'm gonna images well, surprisingly it's just hang on no what, what's going on here oh my god <laughs> okay, I'm getting a lot of stuff with uh, Marge and a giant ass, but I'm not seeing Homer Simpson so much. Uh, it's, it's... I've seen one fucking wonderful one where Marge is on all fours and she says Bart's head no. coming out of her ass. <laughs> and, and Bart Simpson is saying, Homer, help, mom's butt is eating me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, oh man, that's that that's a window into into somebody's mind. Yeah, that's that's isn't it? That's some banana shit. Oh dear. Oh well oh um mm. That's easily enough of that for the time being. I bet there isn't that many people who would really want to consume all of that. I mean I'm just I'm just looking at like the actual porn pictures of the the parody porn pictures and it's just it's just like people who've got yellow paint paint on having sex. I mean, <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, 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 that's what I need now to get off. Anything that's <laughs> fucking bananas. <laughs> what is it? Just fuck off, world. Yeah, just a little bit. Fuck I that. Because I brought that on myself. Uh, so uh, I watched Click just like just now. Okay. How did that, how did you fare? It was really bad. <laughs> <laughs> you say that like you expected more. I don't think they put a lot of effort into it, Damien. Really now? <laughs> I know. It was so shit. But what I was thinking about was if he's got this remote that can stop time. Same with Bernard's watch. Same with, you know, the, we've seen this thing a million times. Something that can stop time. After eight minutes, do you think that the only light being emitted would be artificial light because the the, the light from the sun came eight minutes, that happened, that occurred eight minutes ago, has been stopped, or not has been stopped, but has reached the earth? You know, so you'd just be in darkness. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, Because yeah. everything stops. But then, if that's the case, if, if the sunlight stops, then I guess almost instantly... Everything that you can see, if you stop time, everything you can see would immediately vanish. Yeah, no, I, 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 the I, I light would have. I well, it's not traveling essentially. Yeah. It's not traveling anymore. Yeah. So he freezes time, and the, as soon as he steps out of place, he he goes completely and utterly, hopelessly blind. Drops the fucking remote, right? Things are still there. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He still lives in a physical world that he is frozen, but he is now Forever in this, ni this nightmarish limbo where he can never find his way back. He immediately drops the remote into a sewer, and his only, his only chance of ever restoring the entire universe into one that is moving and things are happening is he has to sort of crawl his way to the, to, to the processing plant. <laughs> to wade through all this sewer sewage for for years and years and years until he finds a remote. 
Well, it's not even that. But he obviously like he, relinqu- he relinquishes it from his hands. But the you know the, the 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 laws of physics don't apply, so it doesn't move or anything. Once he lets go of it, it stays in place. But he, he just doesn't know where it is. And because he's you know everything else is frozen in time, he doesn't age anymore either. Even though he yeah. is you know he's aware of it. So he's just trapped forever and ever he's, and ever. Yeah, and he, he with every step he, he's walking. What you know in the every, nanoverse, if you will. <laughs> Imagine being trapped in, in in a tiny little in a tiny little miniature town, and the only thing to keep you company is a giant ladybird that wants to eat you and a tiny Michael Douglas. <laughs> There's a giant ladybird that wants to eat a lady a normal sized ladybird. You're tiny. You're ti- you're like an aphid. It wants to eat you, and the only person you have c- for company is like a three foot Michael Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> so by your perspective he's absolutely fucking oh, he's colossal <laughs> i mean he's like the size of monaco to me do you know what i mean he's he's the size of a small nation state right okay so you, you, again you're in, in in this situation you're immortal so you, you spend what is the better part of like ten thousand years just trying to communicate with this like titan michael douglas and you have to signal and you find out that you know regular communication won't won't hack it because he just he he can barely see you. He doesn't yeah, register you as a life form, so you have to find these very obscure ways of signal, signaling, signaling well, well, to him. What we have to do is we, we get a system where he puts down a very, very sort of low gram per inch piece of paper, very flat, as flat as it can be, so I can get on it, and then I take like tiny, tiny little bits of, um, I don't know, what would you say, like crayon or something, something, and I, I over the course of an entire day will try to write out a single letter. And then after, you know, a week, I might have a word. That's how we communicate. And then he's like, he looks at it, and it just says chips. And he says, <laughs> no. <laughs> just bought yeah, your fucking fuck. pizza. <laughs> you just have to spend the next week saying, no, fuck off. That's not what I wanted. Well, months even, you know. But he- when he comes with the chips, there's a lot of chip. <laughs> well, surely if you're aphid size, one chip should suffice. Don't get greedy here. Yeah, one chip would be. I mean, one. Yeah. At this point, you've wasted a day fucking trying to carve out s. Your your plural. When you don't well, realize you could have been. Yeah, you could have saved yourself an entire twenty four hour period and already be chip. fucking noshing on one giant chip, which will sustain you for months on end. Well, like Michael Douglas peered over and went like, he's written chip and it looks like he's writing s. <laughs> Does he want chips? Should I tell him I'm not going to get him chips now, or should I wait to make sure he's not saying something like <laughs> chipsola? At the end of a long, arduous fucking week, you know, he looks on this message, and he, he doesn't decide to kind of, you know, pour favour on you at all, and immediately shakes his head, no. Because no. up until that point, he's been completely frozen. But now he like, operates almost, you know, in real time, you know, in relation to you. Oh yeah, he fucking dusts you off. He operates in the same time to me as me. It's not like he's. It's not like I've got giant vision where he's for some reason really slow. He operates in the same way. It's just like he has spent the last twenty four hours just staring at these <laughs> this very slowly forming word, like a madman. He's back on the speed. That's what it is. You'd think you can't blame him the way Catherine is. What? You'd think he'd be more erratic, you know, not quite so, you know, so stoic and stationary. I imagine he's a man who does a lot of work on his beard, a lot of grooming. I reckon it's a lot like of a, grooming. It's like a twelve-piece kit, and that's just like the combs alone. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Yeah, twelve-piece kit and three different scissors for different okay. stages. You know. So there's no there's no clippers involved here. No electrical like, I clippers. St- I st- you think no, he's no, old no, school. I- I, st- I I start with the I start with the general scissors and then I I go onto the fine work and then I go onto the tidy work and that's where most people would leave off. But the secret is you got to do the tidy work, then you go back to fine and you go over it again in fine, then you finish off with tidy. You see right. what I mean? So most people just just do large, medium, small. I do large, medium, small, medium, small. It's very thorough. I might, yeah, but we're painting this picture that he is a collector of antique shaving tackle now. I think he's got a yeah. nice horsehair brush. Um, that's he has his own can... own unique flavor of Old Spice. <laughs> he sunk a lot of money, a lot of lot of money into branding his own shaving gel. But then he he saw you know he immediately 
Porsche going on himself because it shouldn't be gel. It should be a foam. It it really what what it should be is it should be. It shouldn't be any of those things. It should be brushes that you use because you make your own foam every morning. You you make your own hot lava. You see, a gentleman wouldn't. You know, a, a Michael Douglas gentleman wouldn't just use foam out of a can. Oh no no no! How gush. Oh, no, no, no. What you're supposed to do is you're really supposed to carve with the straight razor rapidly. Not like these heavy strikes, but, a, but <laughs> close enough. <laughs> and you use yeah. the fleshy burr to kind of moisturize other parts of the face. And that's why he grows the beard, because the, the neck is actually this disaster. This, is the pain. this, this bloody disaster area. <laughs> right. Oh, okay. That, I mean, it does make sense. But it's all grown from the chin. There's nothing on the neck. So if you can actually part it or lift it up, it's an absolute nightmare. No, I mean, I've often thought that his neck is his weak point. And if I was him, I'd wear a suit where sort of the collar goes right up to the end of the beard. Sort of, you know, past the Adam's apple. Yeah, he can't, he can't a handle it. right up to the Adam's apple. He can't handle a turtleneck because of all the exposed nerve endings. Oh, and, and, you know, because of the connotations. <laughs> the connotations, yes. Yeah. Just let that you know, air out a little bit. Yeah, you know. You know Steve Jobs' last name wasn't really Jobs, right? You know how he got that last name, right? Yeah. The connotations. <laughs> Sorry, um... Can we yeah? just... Just pause for five minutes. Well, tickle my urethra with a cheeky finger, if it isn't time, for your horoscope. Cancer. June 22nd to July 22nd. Your fresh new attitude will open up new avenues for you at work. Kathy from HR will accidentally leave her purse in the break room. This is just the opportunity you've been waiting for. Rummaging through it sweaty-handed in a bathroom stall, you will discover a Costco card listing her address. You will take a half day, as the hardware store is two states over. You will need supplies. You will have a dream involving Sam Elliott. Sam is a lot of fun to hang out with, so do enjoy yourself. Just don't let him get within arm's reach. Be sure to maintain, say, a meter's distance at all times. He may be a lovely fellow, but as we all know, if Sam Elliott bites you in the dream, he bites you in real life. Whatever your body is feeling, and whatever discomfort you may experience during this cycle is mostly related to the food you put in your body. No, your shit should not smell like Jägermeister. And yes, you are dying. But don't let that ruin your angel delight. Don't let people get under your skin. It's a waste of time to worry about the fickle, blinkered judgments of others. But more importantly, it's also how the Baldwin brothers breed. And I think we can all agree, we don't need any more of those degenerate cunts. Your lucky day this week is Friday. Your lucky number, the I-87 through Binghamton headed towards New Hampshire. And your lucky time is a flat circle. Remember to pack those supplies. The Great Lakes are magical at this time of year, and it will be delightful to have someone to share them with for a time. Goodbye. Let me just, uh, I didn't press anything, but let's just check that it's still there. Yep. Yeah, cool. So we'll, we'll, we'll um... Okay, so we, uh, we just had a break. So to get back on topic, I watched Click... And oh, just ooh. It, went, it went a little bit crazy, didn't it? It cost seventy million dollars to make. Seventy. Seventy. And do you have any uh, idea? Do you have any proof much... of this horrible allegation? Well, I, I want to know how much uh, Adam Sandler was was paid for that. I imagine it'd be you a hefty sum. A, you know, a good chunk of that. Yeah, I mean, I imagine it'd be like seven or eight thousand dollars, probably. <laughs> the amount of work you put into it, yeah. Um. Yeah, I just, you know, it made uh, it made two hundred and thirty-seven million worldwide, so it did make money. Did Pixels do well? I can't remember. Was that that? that, that? Oh yeah, it did do fairly well. It was made for a, an estimated eighty-eight million dollars, and worldwide, it's made two hundred forty-four million. 
so, so it, it did pretty well, yeah. It did, you know, it made money. Mm. That's uh, that's that's one of the many reasons I don't like or trust people. Because of, because of pixels doing well, yeah. it's it's kids, isn't it? It's people with kids. Really, I don't know. I feel like well, they you, might, well who else is it going to be? I guess it's like fans loyal to Adam Sandler dragging their kids along. But I, d- I mean, I can't, I can't imagine kids these days would would see like, oh yeah, it's a giant Pac-Man. We got to you know. Let's check that. I imagine a lot of kids are like, what the fuck is that? And why is that relevant at all? It's like, no, come on. He, this guy's really funny. I used to watch him all the time. Well, dad, fuck off. Yeah, I, I used to really, really like him. He had this, this really kind of unique thing where he would play a borderline retard. No other comic has ever done it. It was really something. <laughs> I mean, that's what they used to be, right? Yeah, ex- yeah, like consistently. Yeah, he, he used to do that and then... And then it kind of changed into, well, I'm kind of too old for that, so I'll just... I mean, Steve Martin was successful without being funny, so it can work for me. <laughs> you know, Steve Martin's kind of likable, I guess. More likable than Adam, Adam Sandler. I, def- I give him more of a time of day than that piece of shit. I'd rather have Adam Sandler look after my children. <laughs> what have you heard about Steve Martin? I've not heard anything. It's just a vibe again. It's just like he had no, white hair when he was thirty. Don't get any vibe. No, I don't get any vibe. I'd like to. I'd like to make really clear. I don't. I don't think that Steve Martin is a paedophile or anything. I mean, but he could be. Could be. I mean, you've. I think you know by explicitly stating that you will colour people's minds. Well, in that case, I should say that he. You know, he's probably not. I mean, I there's ob- you, obviously you, a chance. Yeah, we, yeah. Well, if you, if you, I think if you look at world stats, I mean. You know, I think it's something like there's a 94% chance that he's not a paedophile. Yeah, if that was the case, how many paedophiles would there be in a square mile? Oh, yeah, a Densely populated. Yeah, that's, that's, that's horrific. Steve Martin could easily be one of those people. Fuck. Yeah, but, but if he was, Martin Short wouldn't be his friend. Because <laughs> Martin Short would, <laughs> is not, you know, definitely not. Martin Short is like 100% not a paedophile. You can just tell. But maybe that's why the friend... He fucking hates There's a long, long long-standing, you know, friendship there. Maybe, you know, back when they... uh, Oh, you're saying maybe Martin Short's his beard? Oh, maybe, you know. So he can fiddle children. He would... I'm I'm sure when, you know, they they first met, he would have had some, like, you know, very kind of boyish looks. So, So one night... Martin Short is asleep next to his beautiful young African wife, and then just suddenly his eyes open. Just, just suddenly he's awake, and and she's like, "What's wrong, baby?" And he says, "Steve Martin's loose." <laughs> Gets the gun from under his from under his pillow, opens the drawer, puts the silver bullet into it, and there he's off. You can just tell. It's it's a full moon. It's, every time it's a full moon, he's like, it could be tonight. Probably won't be. Haven't had an incident in 27 years. But I'm always vigilant. Monique. <laughs> <laughs> Reef <for> Vendetta. <laughs> I was wondering if we were ever going to get around to it. Do Do we have anything else to say about... Steve Martin. (laughs) Do we have anything else to say about anything other than the the movie we said we'd talk about? (laughs) Because I really don't want to. Damien, wasn't V for Vendetta fun? Tell us about V for Vendetta. Oh, no, I I mean, you're not asking me to kind of synopsize it. Yes, yeah, yeah, you're Uh, really good at it. Yeah, do it. um, It's kind of spooky. It's sort of... (laughs) It's not, it's not spooky, man. It's not spooky at all. <laughs> it's sort sort of spy like, and that's okay. is that spy music or is that sex music? It's it's da, kind da, of strippery, da, da, da. strippery kind of music. Okay. All right, well, yeah. uh, okay, I'll change it then. Speak, you speak. I'll okay, so um, Natalie Portman is kind of just bouncing around with a terrible English accent. And then for some reason, we have this dude in the mask who just seems to hate everything and decides that it all must go. Now, I found this movie quite boring. 
Um, and I had I've watched it in, in three sittings, and I've yet to kind of <laughs> I've yet to stitch them together in my I head. I like it when Gary Oldman goes everyone like he's really drugged up, like he was in real life when he did that. Yeah, I I, I did I, I enjoyed um, I enjoyed some of the the, the choices of cast. Um, v for Vendetta is about a sort of faceless protagonist. Well, he, is he the protagonist? It's about a faceless character uh, who wants to destroy the Houses of Parliament uh, because he hates the government. But never in the film does it explicitly tell us that they've suspended the vote. Or I mean, just wait until the next, next election. It's like a year away, dude. Right? It never well, tells they us that they've suspended... They have, they have a parliament and... They're doing all this like media spin all the time, which kind of suggests that the media is still at least somewhat free. I, I'm never really, I was never really sure for a, a film that's basically revolution, the film. It never really tells us what they're revolting against. The government, I mean, it's, the government doesn't seem good or anything, but they don't, they don't seem that bad. Yeah, it's, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of this really naff kind of everyday kind of, families on couches shots in this movie and um yeah as you said it's 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 a movie about you know wanting to revolt against you know this awful awful government but everyday life seems pretty kind of standard and adequate and it other than when they like cut to yeah um john hurt against what is obviously a spin on fucking nazi iconography because that's what you do it's well Everything else seems quite fine. Like people seem perfectly content. Apparently, they, they, they people get rounded up for some reason. It's it's like the Wachowskis who who wrote the script. It's like they wanted to do a movie with a message about standing up to to some part of today's society that they don't agree with, you know. And fine, but but then they 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 thought or someone said to them, okay, so in the film, are people going to be standing up against? Communism? No, 1984 did that. We don't want to do that. Capitalism? No, because then people will call us communists. Um, authoritarianism? Yeah, no one likes authoritarianism, but they, you know, they kind of do. I mean, that's the society we live in. It's it's authoritarian, but it's not author- authoritarian to the point where it's a dystopia. Mm-hmm. This whole film is meant is branded to be a, f- a film that kind of asks questions and things like that, and. No. Yeah, no. It's I completely agree. I'm just trying to find the words here. It's just it's very kind of schlocky and cheap. It's um, it, what really kind of wants to be high, a little bit more high concept in in that regard. But then as soon as it kind of gets to any kind of action sequences, and you got like the fucking the bullet time and the fucking motion blur, it's like oh, this is what it. They're just looking for an excuse to kind of churn this shit out. It's it's almost like someone had written a script about D Day about the beaches on D-Day and, you know, the the Americans invading Normandy and starting to liberate France. But then the producers had said to them, we're going to keep the script, but we're going to set it during the invasion of Grenada. Yeah. And it's not even clear, really, who the kind of protagonist is, you know, um, conversely. Natalie Portman. Yeah, but then you've obviously got, you know, V throughout a lot of it as well. And it's, it's it, you know, it's his it's been his cross to bear, his plans, all this kind of stuff. And V's the guy V's the guy in the mask. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I think we should we should tell people that much of the story is is that V has this vendetta against the government because they're, you know, authoritarian and they tortured him as well, we find out later on. And he kinda kidnaps Natalie Portman. Yes, it's not kind of. He he very much does. He, he 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 rescues her from a situation, but then he doesn't let her go. Yeah, he essentially brainwashes her for a year, and then he yes, then he tortures her, so she can understand what he's been through, having been tortured by the government. Although he wasn't tortured by the government, <sighs> but he was. So he was. He was definitely mistreated. But um, yeah, I was never clear on that because. I get that. that's one of the points where I was dropping off but I seem to remember like waking up and they were talking about what is this they kind of refer to as a concentration camp right and there, there was a uh, the incident at like St. Mary's or some shit like that I can't remember and there's this one shot of where I guess is V you never see his face really um, 
emerging from the fire. And uh, there was this mention of him. There was like like testing. Did, did I have that right? Like genetic testing or something like that? Some, yeah, yeah. And he was yeah. like so, superhuman Very sci-fi, somehow. very never explained. For yeah. like no reason. Like I, I would have I kind of got on board with this a lot more if it was just a dude who was just kind of masterminding this, all this kind of stuff. And it was, you know, it was just an elaborate game of chess. But when you kind of just, for no reason, threw in this like, he's got superpowers. And in that glorious shot of him emerging through, you know, from the fire. Also no dick as well, which is... An interesting choice, but there you go. It's like, oh, well, why? That kind of felt unnecessary, which is, I don't know. You just have to crowbar in this this cheaper sci-fi schlock. He defeats the baddies at the end by wearing a bulletproof vest. <sighs> for freedom. Yes, but, you know, it was all yeah, All I've done is, is it's for you, Natalie Portman. You make the decision. That was my whole plan all along. Oh. I want to make. I also. I want to make a film where there's a bunch of American freedom fighters uh, fighting to restore freedom in Washington D.C. Uh, because the government is too authoritarian, and in order to restore freedom, they blow up the Senate. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you do to start a revolution. You blow up the houses of Parliament. Isn't that exactly what Hitler did to? you know to to get rid of democracy I yeah mean, the house the houses of parliament i wouldn't say that they're the a massive a massive symbol of freedom i i kind of think they're almost too historical for that um but they're they're definitely not a symbol of oppression no 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 ah yeah it's it's, it's like, blow, blow fucking buckingham palace if you're gonna blow up something <laughs> yeah just do that for fucking kicks it's fine no, but I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna write the movie, you would have you know that you would have the the dictator take up residence in Buckingham Palace, surely, and then you would blow that up, and then that can be a symbol of oppression or or something else. I don't know, but it starts with them bl- blowing up the old Bailey. And mm. I, I just felt like a lot of like what it's trying to say was it just incredibly juvenile, really. It's like, well, if we do yeah. this, that makes things better. <laughs> Yeah, who'd have oh. thought the Wachowskis came up with it? Oh, dear. Well, one thing that kind of really kind of got under my skin is when uh, uh, Natalie Portman is in is in the prison. She finds that note from someone else that obviously been carted off to this, this prison who was, you know, basically supposed to be the antithesis to the, the, this government. And naturally, it's this, it was this, this kind of new-agey lesbian, all this kind of stuff. And it's like, ah, oh. as we know, if you're homosexual, you're immediately counter-control counterculture yeah and yeah, obviously you're, you're enlightened right. if, if, you can't be homosexual and conservative or anything like that that those those people don't exist it couldn't just be like a, a lesbian who's who just mentions it like i have i have a a girlfriend and i am a girl that's not why they arrested me they arrested me because of my political writings or something right yeah and there's no, the, there's I mean, no mention yeah. of that it's just that this fucking soppy life story is like well i met this girl at school and you know she was a bit of a badge tease and then I met someone else. And then she decided she would conform. <sighs> yeah, and I said, no, I fucking love the meat and I'll always have the meat and I'll go die with the meat in my mouth. That aside was promptly cut from the, uh, from the movie. I <laughs> like meat. And I think people who like meat should be able to eat meat whenever they fucking want meat. And if I want meat, I should be able to have meat. Meat! <laughs> I just eat beef. <laughs> it's a well, specific... prison with you. <laughs> I prey on one animal alone. And when I say one animal, I mean one specific cow. I have been keeping it alive <laughs> for a long time. It... <laughs> I have been feasting on its leg for the last year. I have this planned out. I have a good six years of meals out of it if I, I kept if, if I conform to what is a very strict diet and regimen of well maintaining the cow I'm the truest new agey type there is I want to kill the minimum amount of things including vegetables and plants I want to kill the minimum amount of living things so I'm just going to keep this one cow on ice <laughs> for as long as I can. I've often thought that with whales. Like, you, you kill a whale, that's just one animal. You can feast on that, right? <laughs> Mouthful of sticklebacks. Mm. 
you know, open up a tin of pilchards, that's like fucking 30 lives gone right there. One whale. That's a very good point. Some tidy fucking logic. Yes. I guess the whale has to eat the tiny things. Damn. <laughs> Millions of them. That's why we need to get rid of those fucking whales. Now I, I, I'm, I wish I was watching The Man in the Iron Mask. I think this film needed an iron mask. And Leonardo DiCaprio. I think what it needs is one of those frog masks from, from Dr. Fibes just clamping down on fucking Natalie Portman. Is it Fibes or Phoebes? I can never remember. I always said Fibes. Man the Iron Mask. We're giving a nice little preview for next week. I think there's numerous versions. I definitely saw the DiCaprio version. I know that. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Is that when you had DiCaprio on your wall? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were so in love with him. No, I know when I was younger, I, I, I go... The weekends I'd stay at my um, nan's house oh. sometimes. With um, my auntie was still quite oh, young and she, at the time. She had the in- she was the first person in your family to have the internet, and you would find yourself trousers <laughs> around your ankles, looking at pictures of old Leo, <laughs> weren't you? <laughs> no, this was a, this was a pre-internet age, but uh, she was really what? Yeah, yeah really old. Yeah, all the posters were all over all the fucking walls all the time. DiCaprio was one of them. Like these kind of how old was your auntie? Uh, she's, I think, like six or seven years older than me. So she. Oh, okay. okay. So, so when I was staying was, over, she was. Okay. You'd have been like fourteen, fifteen. Oh, okay. Because I thought you were talking about a thirty-year-old woman. <laughs> no, I, I was like, okay, that's weird. That would be weird. That is. That would be weird, wouldn't it? That would be weird. Except I did visit her once when she would have been in her thirties, and there was a massive Robert Pattinson. Poster in, I think, one of the rooms. She clearly well, hasn't outgrown that. But no, it was just like I, I would. I go to I mean, sleep. I mean, in, in can, can you can you imagine going there? Oh no, never mind. Oh, wait, sorry, <laughs> she's not listen to this. Is of she? course not. No, that, no. Is, that is nuts, though. Having a a Robert Pattinson poster up when you. Th- it's you, not just you, that. It was like a floor standing thing. It was like fucking almost six feet tall. It's like life size. <laughs> I don't know, don't know where you find stuff like that. I used to see loads of posters like... Um, well, the, the same sort of shop where you buy, like, you know, knitting supplies and, you know, stuff to dress your 12 cats in, I think. Uh, yeah, but I, I, I would see loads of, like, similar kind of posters in HMP, but they're always, like, a poster cut size. This was, say, was something specific. I dare say bespoke. What? <laughs> yeah, you're reading from that a little bit. Imagine, what, is, what are the connotations there? And now, no, I'm just thinking there must be somewhere where you can get like a Robin, Robert Pattinson full size pillow <laughs> for dry humping. <laughs> well, there's, you know, there is always Google. We could find out at the touch of a button. Right. And the, the, the premiere one, because you, there's two on Amazon and they look the same, but the one that costs $20 more, that's the one with the concealed zip. And believe me, ladies, it matters. No, it's, it's made from a coarse of fabric, which you know provides more stimulation during the dry hump it's worth shilling for that 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 extra 30 quid for the as i say the coarser fabric there are no extra appendages or features <laughs> it's like fucking sandpaper <laughs> but kind of rubberized a little bit so you're not gonna you're not gonna blister yourself but it's the same texture it's 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 just not sharp <laughs> It does come with a warning saying, you must at least keep your underwear on. <laughs> In the store. <laughs> Fair game when you get it home. Oh, yeah, you can do whatever you want. You can rip the tags off or whatever. By the way, we also sell we also sell strap-ons that can fit the, this pillow perfectly. Um, <laughs> we're, not, we're not saying they go together or anything. No, no, no. It's, it's part of a line. Um, it's designed to attach to a number of dolls that we sell in the store. There must be a Robert Pattinson strap-on pillow in existence already. There must be. It is the rule of capitalism, no? Um, well, I don't want to say it's been manufactured, but I do think like there will be some diehard fans There's that patents. will have, like. <laughs> oh, maybe they're. I don't know. I definitely know they have been crafted by these very eager um, amateurs. I'm sure there's. I'm sure there's these exact things, but. Not, you know, in his face. <laughs> you just have to get his face made by a third party. 
that's what it's that's like why, someone goes to a, a custom t-shirt store and just like right. yeah no, i was gonna say that's why 3d printing is gonna revolutionize all of the sex doll industry Do, well i mean i'm not quite sure when it comes to 3d printing because the, the, the only granted it's been a while now that what they would print was in quite a rigid material do you reckon they think it's going to get to a point where 3d printing can uh, well print in a number of materials it can be more flexible more malleable perhaps i mean that would definitely decimate that industry I don't think it would decimate it. I think they would use it to to kind of, you know, make dolls that have interchangeable parts and things. Right, okay. No, I just I've, I I just imagine a lot of kind of a lot of men on the men street just by you know, shilling, like sex fucking, doll. shilling three grand to make an infinite supply of fucking dildos. I imagine the material you print with is quite expensive, like more expensive than just buying a dildo. No, I mean, it, well, it's going to be like silicon or something. Yeah, but you, so, you buy it wholesale, so the oh, the, the, the amount oh, of dildos you can make out of that would definitely be any kind of store price. Listen, we both did electronics at school. We we know firsthand that it's cheaper to vacuum form them. <laughs> Let's get a couple of wooden blocks strategically placed. Our school had a vacuum former, and the only time I ever saw it in use was when we made a dildo. <laughs> <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't a dildo. It wasn't a dildo though, because it it was like a theatre dildo. It it didn't have the fourth wall. Yes, you know yeah. I mean? yeah. Mm -hmm. So basically, <laughs> it was a dildo set. The 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 actual dildo was the wooden were the wooden blocks that we used to frame it. Basically, <laughs> yeah, I guess. we just I guess, wrapped it in plastic partially. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, boys, why have you made a letter T? <laughs> <laughs> with a urethra, it was like that. That we didn't make those blocks or anything. Did we, we just make, found them. Did we give it a urethra? I, I don't. I don't remember that kind of specificity. I just remember yeah. it being really crude. Yeah, Dan um, got a hacksaw, like God, you know, it, <laughs> back on day one, and and you know gave it a little dent, and it's like, yeah, that that's what it will piss out of. <laughs> it's important to fucking focus on the details. Well, are you going to, like, carve some pubes into the ball sack or anything like that? <laughs> carve uh, some pubes? Well, no, you wouldn't carve it in. They would protrude. No, oh, would you just throw some silly string? You would just throw some string in there when we when we, when we vac it, just give it a bit more texture. Yeah, the advanced model that Ionia had plans for, they were hollowed out and filled with balloons full of soap. So, uh. you know, you could, you know, your dildo could come. So you were going to vacuum, rather than that kind of, that rigid plastic once it's set, we'd vacuum form something a little bit more flexible so you could actually squeeze it. Well, yeah, and he, he also had this um, sort of like button pressure system uh, on dropship from China, you know, so, to get it squirting out good. And everything. Oh, so there were, there were certain pressure points that you would have to work for the soap to come out. You couldn't just squeeze it. You'd have to learn how to manipulate it in the correct fashion. I mean, that's definitely not what I just said. But yeah, that is. Um, well, look, you look, sort of have to massage it, you know, like you know, like you would you would a sort of a puppy that has um, great skin, and you don't want it to freak out before you take the skin. <laughs> I was going to say, but you can't help but stroke it. <laughs> Yeah, because it's delicious. Uh, well, we <laughs> dog we is a fine meal. <laughs> <laughs> I watched that the other day as well. Fucking hell, you seen that? Dog, um, what's that? P is for Patriot, I think it's called. No, I haven't seen that. What is what is that? It's Mel Gibson screaming at redcoats. Okay, uh, as you might have mentioned, it's kind of vaguely familiar now. The Patriot. Um, I put in peas for fucking patriot. Fuck's sake. <laughs> okay, well, sorry. Yeah, no, the yeah, patriot. No, yeah, yeah, I haven't seen it. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm familiar with that. Yeah, I watched it. Yeah. All right. Okay. It's a more, it's a more solid recommendation than V for Vendetta. Is that what you're telling me? Oh no! Oh no! It's it's almost three hours long. Oh really? Oh yeah! Don't bother with that. Play it at two hundred percent or something like that. Yeah, and do something else. <laughs> in, in another, another building <laughs> leave the house properly and let someone else deal with it it's like shitting your pants and to deal with it you just take your pants off <laughs> and run <laughs> out the cubicle 
down the hallway to the closest exit of the work. Hopefully your line manager doesn't see you, even though the fact that your your dick is swinging in the wind there. I remember once I was talking to someone who'd uh, spent their entire working life behind a bar, and I said, how many people have shit their pants? And they said, in 40 years, three. That can't be true. That must happen that, all the time. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it does. He just the, This guy hadn't learned to like read the signs. No, Canadians, so, you know, different. different. They've got mod, you know, moder, moderation or something. It's moder, moderation. No, not necessarily. Maybe they just have better bowel control. Poorer smell. A bit more palatable. Much more fragrant. It's, it's actually, yeah, it's, it's enjoyable. Maybe you don't recognize it as shit. Maybe, Maybe. he was a Canadian liar. I think we've all seen that the people get very fucking careless in how they fucking deal with themselves when they get in a fucking cubicle. Because <laughs> you just find it all over the fucking walls. I don't. I just. I've always contemplated what ha- what has to happen, right? Because when when I'm pissed and I go to take a <laughs> yeah. shit, I fall on that toilet. You know, I'm I'm, I'm almost get, like stuck in it. It's like first, and then you just start shitting. Like yeah. Your cock is like touching the toilet water. Your ass is in the air, and that's just when the shit starts coming out <laughs> straight into the fucking underwear. Oh, yeah, I can only imagine that it happens deliberately because I just. Even like blackout drunk, there's enough motor function there after fucking, you know, a couple of decades of later, fucking turn around and sit down on a toilet. It's it's in there. It's ingrained. You don't fuck that up unless, you, unless you're wanting to send a message. Well, well, you've, okay, so you think every time you go into a, a oh God, public toilets again, every time you go into a public toilet and it's covered in shit, you think that's somebody sending a message. They must, they, yeah, they must be pissed off. They must, I've had enough of this. I sp- I've spent my life shitting a certain kind of way. I'm not gonna be. I'm gonna shit like. I'm gonna shit the way they tell me to shit. It starts there. Then they like, why do I have to shit in the toilet? I'm laughing because it's so true. <laughs> they must be pissed off. When you think about know, it, who, who wouldn't be pissed off if, you, yeah. if that's what you're doing? That's got to be a symptom of something like that. It's just not the symptom of contentment, is it? Yeah. It's just interesting that that's the fight they choose to pick. (laughs) The toilet is a symbol of their oppression. I'm going to piss everywhere. (laughs) I am going to piss everywhere. Fuck this place. I am going to piss everywhere. Oh, dear. Oh, man. I I see. I think we've discussed. I feel like we've slightly advanced human understanding here because i f- i just feel instinctively that that we're right that that is it well you you're you know you got you got it you're mm. the one who said it you're right these people are angry <laughs> they did <an> angry <laughs> shit well they must be brutal petulant fuckers knowing that someone has someone other than themselves has to come in and clean this 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 up they wouldn't shit like that at home. If, you, if you're someone who's done this, you've got to visualize what you did and just think to yourself, it's not my fault. It's not my fault. It's okay. It's not my fault. It's Robin Williams. He's got his beard. He's looking straight at you and he's saying it's not your fault. <laughs> On a loop for two hours every night before you go to sleep. It's not your fault. And, and, and really, really it is. Yeah, Robin Williams has been lying to you. Yeah, Robin Williams is kind of telling you as well that it is your fault. He kind of, he, he tilts his head forward a little bit, furrows his brow when he says it, and you know, he's, he's, he's giving you a little bit of an out, but it's there. That, that, that pang of truth, you can't, you can't outrun that. You fucked up. You shat all over that fucking cubicle, because you were a small man. Larry said that thing to you at the office. And you pretended like it was just water off a duck's back, didn't you? But it wasn't. So you went over. You you went over to Nando's. You waited all that time. You needed a shit at ten. You knew you weren't going to get over to Nando's until twelve forty-five. It was going to take you fifteen minutes to get out of the building. You went over to Nando's. You stored it up, and you shit all over the cubicle. I reckon, like, the first time something like that happens, it's like an unconscious reaction, it's right? William Defoe tapping a turd and going, this is a premeditated shit. <laughs> well, that, yeah, I think maybe that's it. The first time is kind of like an accident. It's like a blowout. They don't really know what happened. They were a little bit... They were pissed. 
And they had they they had this this stuff on their mind, but then they realized that provided the relief. They go back to work looking for conflict because it then at that point it gives them a, the excuse to fucking make a mess beyond all comprehension in any manner of public toilet. They pray for it, and then maybe, maybe eventually somebody from Nando's comes over to the office, and it gets around. Oh, there was another one, another angry cubicle wide shit who was there and they start to narrow it down Ooh, the mo doesn't mash up this is this this is a copycat the person who did this one definitely couldn't have done this one they they're, they're too different they're two different shit the the diet is way off right there was a consistency the hue is different it isn't <laughs> and the patterning it's all off this person is not Clearly. angling themselves in the same way or providing the same kind of force it's almost like this person reaching the toilet and they just it up and just and wiped it over the. I mean, just wiped it down the it's down like, the walls. And they you know they're they're hoppy in the same way. It's like they're both hoppy in a hundred and twenty minute way, but they're both very different whilst being hoppy. <laughs> hoppy they are. No, it just doesn't add up. It doesn't add up. There's something we're missing. We can't see it, but it's there. Yeah, I've seen some pretty 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 grim bathrooms. Thinking mm. about it, yeah, those people must have been angry. All yeah. just, all, you know, like on a fucking merry-go-round or something. I don't know. I, I see similar stuff at work quite a bit. Um, oh, obviously, if I, yeah, well, th- like, ah, uh, because <laughs> we don't have urinals in, in the men's uh, bathroom, it's just cubicles, right? And more often than not, I'll, I'll go in Toilet to take chance. a shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I do. You, the viewers, voted for Toilet Chat. You could have chosen Netflix Chat, but no, you chose Toilet Chat. And I go with the ambition of taking a shit, and I have to beat a hasty retreat, because I'll, there's only three of them. That is a, go that is, I, retreat is a horrible word to use when you <laughs> talk about having a shit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And... You check the toilet seats, and it, and I don't know, man. I guess these people hate their jobs, but it's just, it's just, it's just the toilet seats themselves are just covered in piss and pubes. I would say like seventy percent of the time, and like they're all adults, right? Everyone at the very least, right? If you had some kind of early onset Parkinson's, and you're you're trying to piss, and your hands going all over the place, guiding the stream in ways it. You know, are terribly embarrassing. You couldn't ever imagine. That's fine, but no one's like that. At the very least, you'd know to pull up the toilet seat. These guys don't give a fuck. They 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 blow out the fucking piss, knowing that they they're satisfied. Not only that, they will have made someone else's day more difficult. Fuck these people. In fuck con- my colleagues. In conclusion, V for Vendetta is a film of contrasts. <laughs> Uh, did you know that V for Vendetta, the guy playing V, left filming after about four weeks, and Hugo it, Weaving took over and did the voice. Right, okay. Ah, okay. Hugo Weaving may be better known as Agent Smith in Abe's Exodus. What no, what, what film was it? The one with, with the shiny leather. Um. <laughs> you just... Matrix, all you've got is your bra- browser history in your mind. It's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh. there's, just, there's, just, there's too much bondage to kind of go through that I can't differentiate oh the Matrix yeah the Matrix does sound like a kind of yeah a leather bar doesn't it I'm, I'm, I have no doubt this out there well it might not be now but I'm sure you know early 2000s there would have been many of them mm. these pansexual bazaars where nothing happens <laughs> Because <laughs> no one fucking turn up. Nah, I'm a couple yeah. of really eager nerds, but then, you know, be at a hasty retreat when yeah, it's, it's, it's just them. It's like 95% men, and then, like, one sort of... One girl who's, like, either didn't know what it was, or, like, just wants to fucking bang. Oh, no, I was going to say someone that's, you know, just as eager, but uh, with a very, very high BMI. I was also <laughs> going to say that as well. <laughs> but you let me be the cunt. <laughs> It's like, isn't there that Poirot where there's a a man and he's, his wife is like this beautiful young woman, but she's paralyzed from the neck down and she always looks fucking terrified of him. 
Oh, fucking hell. That sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I watched that I mean, the episode right after my cat sounds... file. <laughs> cat file? I haven't thought about that in fucking years. <laughs> I'm sure the last time you thought about it was was when we mentioned it at the uh, the the Christmas thing, the live stream. Oh, of course we did. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. hell. We spent like 20 minutes talking about CAD file. Well, uh, are we done? Do we have anything else to say about uh, whatever we were talking about today? No, I think we've. There's, I think everything else we didn't, you know, we refused to talk about was much more fun. There's, I thought there was plenty of it. I thought that V for Vendetta, one thing I w- would want to say is I thought V for Vendetta was very, very boring. Boring, very boring. It was just the choice of. Um, of the mask, it was just it felt like such. It felt for what they were trying to do and what they could have done. It was just very juvenile. So, well, I'm reading this this book, this comic book, which I really really like, and I think this is what it's kind of about. Maybe we should use that. Oh, come on! It's like mm-hmm. anonymous. Obviously sure thing, had, Andy. A- I, as Larry Wachowski, think that is a jolly good idea. Thanks, Larry. <laughs> I, w- I really want to watch that fucking Poirot so more than anything else, but I don't think. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I can't even remember who no. Poirot, you know, Poirot was. Next week we'll be doing something else, uh, or possibly this again. Yeah, pro- probably that. Really, I think it'll be exactly the same. Yeah. Next week. Okay. Well, I hope you can take that dollop of truth, YouTube. See ya. Goodbye. Wouldn't want to be ya. Oh. Or maybe I would. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's perfect. It's going to be that awkward. (laughs)